Good morning. Sorry that we're a little bit late. We're continuing the Shir and Likuti Halachas. Yoradea Chelikshani, Hilchas Mila, Halacha Beis, Paragraph Yud. <coughs> we dedicate the learning today, Leilu Nishmas Sion ben Salcha, whose yard site is on the 16th of Sivan, and Leilu Nishmas Suishe Yentefradl Bas Rabbi Shuaye, Harini Kaporas Mishkova and for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, including Chavivachana Basgalia, Gavriel Shloimoy ben Idis, Idis bas Miriam Breindel, Chaim Yitzchok ben Chanarifka, Akiva Michoel ben Sorahuva, Bas Yekela bas Amalia Malka, Tzvi Shalom ben Rita Beverly, Ruvim Mordechai ben Chana, Dvoira Gila Simcha bas Chava, Boruch Mordechai ben Tali, Yosef Avram Aliyaz and Isim ben Pesia, Soraleya bas Chavaliba, Peretz Elio ben Soraleya, Chabaliba bas Mirmidvoira, Avigail Brocha bas Shiradvoira, Chana bas Sora, Hillel ben Brocha Nechoma, David Leib ben Shena, Doniel ben Rivka, Shlamenisa ben Mazel, Rivka bas Yentamachla, Avram David ben Chana, Soragitl bas Chanariva, Miriam Esther bas Soragitl, Chaim Arye ben Brocha, Chaim ben Rachel, Toiva bas Chavaperel, Michal Sora bas Hadassah, Gitganendel bas Sipoira, Libalea bas Sipoira, Tuvia Tzvi ben Chaya Liza, Avivilan bas Yisbehendel, Sorocha bas Yisbehendel, Yehudis Ruchoma bas Chavarus, Gila bas Brocha, David ben Behia, Shendel bas Lea, Biyabasi bas Shendel, Nosnachman ben Shendel, Ayelet Shoshana bas Chanalei, Yisrael ben Chanalei, Eliana Golda bas Chanafega, Yaakov Yeshua ben Freindel Rechel, Shimon Eliezer ben Rochel, Ami ben Chai ben Yehuda Skila, Besoich Shar Choli Yisroel. Rav Nosenzal is in the middle of discussing the topic of Brismila based on chapter 49 in Likute Moran. So now Rav Nosenzal speaks about the knife that's used to perform the bris. Gam hasakin shelmila, hu bechinas cherev noikemes nekam bris, bechinas tcheles, da achli koilo, veshatsi koilo. Over there in chapter 49, one of the topics that Rabbeinazal discusses is the topic of tzitzis and the tcheles of the tzitzis. Because this was being said at a Shabbos Sheva Brochus of his daughter. And again, Ashkenazim, the Chosen, starts putting on a talis after he gets married. So Rabbeinazal there discusses the topic of tcheles. And he says that Tcheles is associated with the fire of the Shechina. The blue wool of the Tcheles corresponds to the, kise, the color of the Kiseakovoid, the, the color of the sea, which reflects the color of the Kiseakovoid. And the Kiseakovoid is Din. Kovoid is Malchus. Malchus is Din. So Rabbein Zalvir quotes the Targum on the, on the, on the term. There's a passage that says that Hashem, the Shekhinah, is a fire that eats up, that destroys. So the Targum says, It eats up everything and it destroys everything. So we see there is this aspect of the Shekhinah, of the Malchus of Hashem, which, which destroys and Rabbein Zalvir mentions this concept of cherev noikemes de cambris. There is a sword that avenges any, any act of pegamabris, which is a tremendous disrespect to Hashem.
So that's regarding those people, that's regarding to the other nations, Hashem is this Eish The Pesach says, Ki, me, ki molach al kol goyim alikim. Ki melech al kol goyim alikim. To all the nations, Hashem is melech. To us, to us, he's our father. Now a melech is judgment. But to us, he's our daddy, and a father is an Indian of Rachmonus, of Inu of Rachmon. So Rabbi Nezal says there, Va'avul Yisroel hadveikimbo, whereas the Jewish people, when we attach ourselves to the Shechina, mekablim chiyusamisham, we draw life from there. The Pesach says, Vi'atem hadveikim b'ashem alekechem, you, the Jewish people, when you attach yourselves to Hashem, you live forever. So the, even though the Shekhinah is fire, to the other nations, it's a destructive fire. To us, it's a healthy, a fire that gives life. As Rabbi Nezal explains all of this very clearly over there in chapter 49 in Likud Imran. Because with that knife that's used to perform the bris milah, we cut away and we destroy the orla, that negative item that's covering the bris. This sword that avenges the revenge of the bris. We destroy and eliminate all of the forces of Tumor, all of the klipos that cover the bris kodesh. As in the power of tcheles, about which the Targum says, the achli kola, the shatsi kola. It destroys everything in its way, in a sense. Whereas we, the Jewish nation, who attach ourselves to Hashem in a positive way, we draw life from the Shekhinah. As it says, Because this child that's going through this bris milah, a knife kills. We know a knife normally, a knife kills. Here the knife is what's giving life, spiritual life to that baby. Bibichinas, as the Pasuk says in Yechezkel, Bidomai With your blood you will live. That blood that, that's being spilt in the bris mila, that's giving new life to this child. Ki iker because we know what gives a person spiritual life is chachma, as the Pesach says in Kohelis. And real chachma, real spiritual life, a person cannot attain without tikkun abris. Shehu bechinas mitzvah mila, of which the mitzvah mila is a major aspect of that. Nimtza, therefore we conclude, shalidei hasakin shal mila, shehi bechinas malchus, bechinas cherev noikemes, bechinas tcheles, that through this knife that's being used to perform the bris mila, which is an aspect of malchus, 
Malchus's din, judgment, Bechinas Cherev Noikemes, the Malchus is referred to as this sword that avenges, Bechinas Tcheles, which is represented by that blue, that blue color of the Tcheles, with this we destroy and break, smash the orla, that klipa, that negativity, that's what we're destroying, that's what the Shechina is destroying, and this child that's been circumcised is drawing life from this process, this chokmah that gives life. And this is what the Pasuk is referring to when it says, You who attach yourself to Hashem, you live, you live today. Interesting, I once heard a Chiddush, this is going back about 50 years ago, when I first came to Breslov, from Reb Nachman Rosen. He was, he's one of the sons of Reb Yochaim Rosen. And he mentioned that we know we recite the Kriya Shema. The Kriya Shema is very, very important. It's the mitzvah d'oraisa, it's the d'oraisa aspect of tefillah, to recite Kriya Shema, in the morning and in the evening. And it's brought that the Kriya Shema has in it exactly 248 words corresponding. The Kriya Shema is Torah. It's Chachma of Kedusha. And the Kriya Shema has in it 248 words which infuse life into our 248 organs, the 248 organs of the body. However, it's brought if you count the words, there aren't 248. Be- and f- because for starters, in the Chumash, that final paragraph of the Shema, the paragraph of Tzitzis, be- finishes with the words, Ani Hashem Eloikechem. The word Emes is an additive. It's something that's added on. It's not part of the official Kriya Shema. And with the word Emes, if you add it up, there are only 245 words. And it's brought that for this reason it's so important to daven with a minion, because when you daven with a minion, the chazan, after he finishes the Shema, after he finishes the words Hashem Alekechem Emes of his own, he repeats those last three words. He says Hashem Alekechem Emes, and that adds the additional three words that are needed to complete the number 248. What if a person is davening without a minion? What about a woman who's davening, let's say? We, they say the words Kel Melech Ne'emon before the Shema, right before reciting the Shema. Kel Melech Ne'emon, Shema Yisrael Hashem Alekeinu. Or it's brought that in the next paragraph, in the tefillah that we say in the morning, Ve'yatze, Ve'nochoin, Ve'kayom, Ve'yosher, there are 15 vavs there. You'll take a look. 15 times 6 is 90, which is the equivalent of 3 times Yud Kevavke. Yud Kevavke is 26, plus the four letters is 30. So Yud Kevavke plus the letters is 30. 3 times 30 is 90, 
when a person is saying that those 15 words, they're supposed to have in mind this combination, this three times Yud Kevavke, which is adding the three words that are needed. But in any case, we have that word emes, without which we wouldn't have this number. So the, one of the Mephoshim says that that's what's hinted to in this Pasuk. The Atem, the word Atem is the letters Emes. The Atem, this word Emes, Hadveikim Bashem Aleikeichem, when you attach it to those last two words of the Shema, Hashem Aleikeichem, Chaim Kulchem Hayoim. All, you, all of you comes to life. You infuse life into all, Kulchem. Kulchem means all 248 organs of the body. Now we know one of the most important organs is the bris koidish. So Rab Nelson Sal is quoting this pasuk here regarding the concept of the, the knife that's used to perform a bris. I'm showing you in a completely different way that again, this atem is the word emes. And we know that the Gemara says that emes is life. Here we said that chachma is life. Ha-chachma techaya. The Gemara says that emes is life. The Gemara says there was a city called emes. It was called Kushta. Kushta is the Aramaic word for emes. And in that city, the Malachamovis couldn't kill anyone. There was no death inside that city. In order for someone from that city to die, the Malachamovis had to figure out a way to get the person to leave the city. So emes is called Samadachaya, the medicine of life. Just an additional Kiddush on, on this whole topic. Any questions, please? Paragraph Yudalev. Vialkein Milo Doiche Shabbos. And based on what we're learning here, we'll be able to understand why the mitzvah of Bris Milo, when it's being done, Bismanai, on the eighth day, we would perform it even on Shabbos, even though it means causing blood. Kalidei Hamilo. Because as Rabbeinu Zal explains over there in chapter 49 in Likud Imran, and Rabbi Nosson Zal spoke about this in the previous year here, that the bris mila reveals the malchus of Hashem. Because when we perform the mila, we cut away the arla, we remove the klipos that surround the malchus of... And when we do the priya, we tear the skin and we fold it over to reveal the atora, to reveal the crown. Crown is malchus. So the mitzvah of bris, mila, and priya is a revelation of the malchus. And Rabbi Nezal shows there in the, in the Likud Imran that when you reveal the malchus, through this you're zeicha to the highest, deepest level of Torah, the Torah of Atika Stimo, the Torah of Atik, the hidden Torah. Shehi Bechinas Oinik Shabbos, which is also referred to as the pleasure of Shabbos. Shabbos is when we get that Neshama Yesera, that additional soul, which gives us the ability to tap into that higher level of Torah, that highest level of Torah, the Torah of Atika Stimo. As Rabbi Nazal explains over there in chapter 49 in Likud Imran. Vialkain Hidoiche Shabbos. And it's for this reason that a bris mila 
overrides the laws of Shabbos. Ki because on Shabbos we are forbidden to perform any weekday forms of work. Because all of the work that we do throughout the six days of the week to earn a livelihood, parnosa, is all associated with the left side. Sheshom achizas haksilos. And that's also where the Satan, the Yitzhahara, the foolishness, the silliness attaches itself, especially to the left side. Mibachinas, as the Pasuk says in Koheles, Lev Ksil Lismoiloi, that the heart of a fool leans to the is to the left. Ki Hamalochis Shelchoil Hembechina Shotu Haom Veloktu. Because the work that we do throughout the six days of the week is in the category of shtus, <coughs> compared to high-level chachma, compared to the Torah of Atika of Shabbos. As the Pasuk says, when the Pasuk speaks about the Jews spreading out to gather the man, it says, shotu ha'am velaktu, the Jews spread out to pick the man. But the Zohar Kodesh says, note the word that's used, shotu, Bishtusa with foolishness and silliness. The Zohar Kodesh shows, as the Gemara points out, that depending on a person's level of Chachma of Kiddusha, that would define how difficult it was for them to get their Mon. The Tzadikim, the Mon would come to their doorstep every day, was delivered on their doorstep. They didn't have to go searching. They didn't have to go looking. The Rishoyim, people who are Rishoyim, the man was not on their doorstep. They had to go looking for it. And every day it was in a different location. The Beinoinim, the in-between people, by them it wasn't at their doorstep, but it was delivered to the same location every day. They didn't have to go searching all around. So we see that that this term, shotu ha'om veloktu, ha'om, is a term that's used to refer to the Erevrav, the Rishon. By them, their gathering of Parnosa was bishtusa. Dahainu, Rav Nosazal says, what this refers to, are we saying that every person that goes out to work is shtus? Chas v'shalom. Dahainu, masheroidfin v'yegeim belametes malochas b'shviel parnosa v'ashirus. Those people who chase and work very, very hard in the 39 acts of work for parnosa ashiras, meaning they go beyond the normal effort. There is a certain normal effort. The Pasuk says, Hashem says, I will put a bracha into your efforts, whatever, whatever you do. So whatever you do means a person needs to know that we have to put in some effort to earn a livelihood but not to think that I have to kill myself and I have to work extra hours, 24-7, and kill myself for, for parnosa. That by doing that, a person is pushing Hashem out of this situation. They're not leaving room for Hashem to give them the bracha. Shezeo b'chinas shotu b'shtusa. That's what this Pasuk is referring to when it says shotu b'shtusa. Those people who go out of bounds, those people who do too much effort, too much hishtadlus, and, and don't believe that Parnosa comes from Hashem. 
This is tied into what the Pesach says, that the heart of a fool is towards the left, meaning, We know that parnosa and wealth comes from the left side. That from the left side comes wealth and kovoi. But here again, if a person is putting in the correct amount of hishtadlus, and they're giving their miser and their tztaka, and they're going to shul to daven with a minion, and they're giving, allocating a few hours a day to learn Torah, then their work is holy. But those people who, as a result, who use going to work as an excuse, can't daven with a minion, some people can't daven, period, and don't have any time to learn Torah, and don't want to give charity, because what do you mean, I work so hard, I kill myself to make this money, now I'm going to give it away? I'm going to give charity? Or I'm going to spend a lot of money on tefillin or on other mitzvahs? That's the, the bishtusa. V'yalkein b'shabes hinaicha. And therefore, Shabbos is a day of rest. And on Shabbos, we're forbidden to perform any weekday act, work activity. Because on Shabbos is when Hashem reveals that highest form of Torah, the Torah of Atik. Atik is, is like the Keser. Veles Smoil, Veles Oisher Taman. Up there, when a person goes up to that level of Atik, over there, there is no left. There is no right and left. There's no left at all whatsoever. And there's no wealth. There's no physical, tangible wealth there. Kimavur Bamaimaranal, as Rabbi Nezal explains in chapter 49 in Likut Imran, Ayn Sham, look over there. Vialkein Osur Beshabes Lis Oro Uvdin And that's why on Shabbos, we're forbidden to activate any weekday activities, weekday work. Which is all typically for the sake of earning a livelihood and acquiring wealth. That's the left side. That's where those 39 acts of work are connected. They're plugged into the left side. And based on this, we understand why the mitzvah of Mila does override Shabbos. Ki ha-malacha sh'oisin b'shvil ha-mila, hi b'shvil le-gavayis malchusa yizborach. Because the work that's involved in performing a mitzvah b'shvila, the cutting of the flesh, all of that, is all to reveal the kingdom of Hashem. Asheri efsher lizkois lo'oinik shabbos kim al kanal. And Rabbein Azal shows there in the Kutim Ran, a person cannot get to that, the pleasure of Shabbos, that Torah of Atik, without first revealing the kingdom of Hashem. That's why it says a person who put in the proper effort on Erev Shabbos will have what to eat on Shabbos. V'yalkein tzivsa Torah lomol b'Shabbos, and that's why the Torah commanded us to perform bris mila even on Shabbos. Ki adarabba, because just the opposite of what you would think, the act of work involved in performing a bris milah, that is for the sake of the pleasure of Shabbos. That's in order to reveal that Torah of Atik. 
אשר אי אפשר לזכויס לזה קימה על ידי שמירוס הבריז, which a person cannot possibly attain without שמירוס הבריז, על ידי בחינס מצווס מילה. And that's what the mitzvah of Mila is. It's performing an act of elevating that child to Tikkun Abris. Question? I need a Likudamon. This silver one. If you see that, you see a Likudamon right there? Anyone is okay with that. Just a moment, addressing one of the questions. In the chat. Yes. In chapter 49 in Likuti Imran, in paragraph Dalid, First, previously, Rabbi Nezal was speaking about tefillah and how tefillah <coughs> is malchus because Dover HaMelech says, Va'ani tefillah. And at the same time, we're told that tefillah depends on the heart of a person. Tefillah is called Ula Avdoi Bechol Levavchem, serving Hashem with your whole heart, with your complete heart. And also, there's a pasuk in Yeshaya which says, Bisfasam Chibduni, with their lips they pay respect to me, Velibam Rihakmimeni, but their hearts are distant from me. So Tfilah, which is Malchus, is also very, very much connected to the heart. And Rabbi Nazal says there, Ki Tfilah Shabalev, Hibachinas Hizgalus Malchusoi, Besoich Hecholo Haponi. The act of tefillah, when the tefillah is coming from the heart of a person, is an example of revealing the malchus within the cholol haponoi. If you recall, in the previous shiurim, we spoke about this a lot, about the, the uh, uh, on this halacha, that, that we spoke about the act of creation, where in the, in the beginning there was just the infinite light of Hashem. Hashem had to vacate a space in the middle, in order for the Midas to be able to be revealed, of which the most important of the Midas was the Malchus. And we showed how all of that is taking place inside the Jewish heart, that a Jewish heart starts off with a burning desire for Hashem, an infinite, an unformatted longing for Hashem. But we said that that's not good enough, that's not okay. Because with, with that infinite longing, you can't do anything with it. So a person has to be able to constrict that yearning, that rotsayin einsoyv, in order to create a cholaponi, a vacant space in the heart, in which the midois and the malchus, everything can be revealed. So Rabbi Nezal shows there in paragraph Bayes that that's what's taking place through tefillah. Tefillah is this combination of mouth and heart. Malchus and Bina. And if you recall, we spoke about, again in the previous year, about the two biases, the Beisa Elah and Beisa Tator. These two Batim having an Aliyah, the Bina and the Malchus, the lower Shechina and the upper Shechina, Rus and Nomi. We spoke about all of this before. And we quoted this Pasuk, Mi Zois Oila that the Mi, Mi is Mem Yud 50, which is the Bina, 
together with Zois, which is the Malchus, they go up together. When they go up, Rabbein Azal shows there, that's how we're able to, to get to that Torah of Atik. That's what takes us up to that incredible high place. Oil that goes all the way up to this Torah of Atika Stimo. I'm giving it to you briefly. Over there in the Kutimran, Rabbein Azal goes into this much more at length. That chapter 49 is, is major, major, major. Paragraph Yud Beis. V'alkein mitzvah smila hi klal kol ha-toyrah. And this is also why the mitzvah of, bris, of, of Mila is one of those mitzvahs that's considered like the entire Torah all in one. V'hi mitzvah rishoyna shenitztava ba'avraham. And it's the first mitzvah that Avraham Avinu was commanded by Hashem. Ki klal kol ha-toyrah Because the entire Torah is dependent on this. Remember we said that the word bris is 612 with the kolel plus the word itself, it's 613. To show that this union of shmira sabris, tikana bris, that's the entire Torah. Ki klal ha-toyrah, hi klal Because the entire Torah is all about the midos, the spheroids, revealing the midos of Hashem. Shekulam ein nizgalim kiem al mitzvah And all of those midos, keser, chachma, bina, chesed, gvur, none of those midos are revealed without bris, without bris mila. Shehi hisgalus malchusa yisbora, which we said is the revelation of the malchus of Hashem, which is step one. That's the lowest rung on the totem pole. When we reveal the Malchus, that's what enables us to be able to prepare the vessels that are needed to be able to receive the light in a healthy way. Which light? The light of Chesed, the light of Gvura, the, the light of all the Midois of Hashem. Legalois, Midois, Toivois, Hanizgalen Bechol Shebelev, to reveal all of those good Midois that are revealed in that vacant area in the heart, Shehem Klal HaTorah. And that's what the whole Torah is really all about. The Torah is letters and words, all shapes and forms, Kalim, which contain Hashem's light. And it's all Midas, measurements, measurements of time, measurements of place, measurements of quantities of food. Asher Kol Hurak and all of this can only take place if first there's Mila, there's the Tikkun Abris, that revelation of the Malchus. By us first breaking that covering, that Orla, that Tuma, that's covering over the Bris. That's one of the aspects of Tikkun Abris. And this is what the Pasuk says, this is the entranceway to Hashem. Tzadikim Tzadikim will be able to go through that entranceway. Because this mitzvah of, mitzvah of Mila and all other aspects of Tikkun Abris, 
That's the entrance way that leads to Hashem. It's through the mitzvah of Milo, which is a major tikkun of the Malchus, that's what reveals all the other pu'ulois and midois, shehem klal kol which are the entire Torah, klal kol ha'olomois, which are what all the different worlds are really all about. Atzilus, bria, yitzira, asiya, correspond to yud, k, vav, k, correspond to the four sections of Torah, pshat, remez, drush, soid, so it's all bound together. Ashrei hazoiche l'shmira sabris, Ashrei to the Jew who zoichet to be good, to be to behave properly in all aspects of Shmira Sabris, Shehu Klal Kol HaToyrah, which is really a composite of the entire Torah. Baruch Hashem. Any questions? Halacha Gimel. This halacha is based on chapter 78 in the second half of Likut Imran, one of the famous chapters, where Rabbi Nezal speaks about the treasury of free gifts, where Rabbi Nezal speaks about, he, he answers many questions. Why is it that the non-Jews were in Eretz Yisrael before us, the seven nations of the non-Jews, and, and many other, why is it that the Torah wasn't given at the beginning of creation. It was only given after 26 generations. Some very, very interesting insights that we're going to see in this halacha. Alpi hamaymar vo hamaschil hanhogas Based on that chapter, belikute tanino besimen ayin ches. This halacha will be based on that chapter in Likudiman, which speaks about why even the greatest of tzaddikim sometimes have to conduct themselves with tremendous simplicity. They can't learn Torah. That's, they have to go to sleep. They have to eat. They have to relieve themselves. They have to go down to this level, this level of pshitus. Study that entire chapter of Likut Imran from beginning to end to have a solid foundation for this halacha. Rav Nosenzal begins, Based on that chapter in the Quran, we'll understand why the mitzvah of Mila takes place only on the eighth day of the child's life. The child has to first live seven days with Orla, with that tuma covering the bris. And afterwards, on day number eight, is when we give the child a bris milah. And we find in Medrash Rabbah of Chumash Bereshis, this topic is brought up where it mentions She'ela Saminin, the question that these Apikursim ask. If Hashem wanted a person to be circumcised, why didn't he, why did he create us with this skin on top and we have to cut it and move, remove it? Why didn't he just create, it, create us without it? Rav Nosanzal says, however, the truth is, if you study that chapter in Likud Imran, everything becomes clear.
כי אי אפשר לכבוש ארץ ישראל כי אם על ידי כוח עשור המאמורס הנעלומים בעולם בכל דבר ודבר. רבי נזל explains there that it's impossible for the Jewish nation to conquer the land of Eretz Yisrael without using the ten statements of creation which Hashem said when He first created the world which are hidden. Those ten statements of creation are hidden in everything in this world. Bechol dover v'dover and everything in this world. Shebohem ne'elomim ho'aseres hadibrois And in those ten statements of creation are hidden the ten commandments. Shehi bechinas ha-toyro ha-ne'elemes. And this is what's referred to as the hidden toyro. Shehu bechinas chesed chinom. Which corresponds to the treasury of free gifts that Hashem has. Shehoyo mekayim ha-olam koidem matan toyro. which is what sustained the world before Hashem gave the Torah to the world. We know that the Torah is called life. Eitz chayim hila machzikim bo. Ki heim chayeinu v'oyrech yameinu. So the question is, if the Torah was only given to the world after 26 generations, how did the world exist during those 26 generations without Torah? And the Gemara and Medrash answer that it existed on the pure kindness of Hashem. And that's why we have a chapter in Tehillim, where you have 26 there. There are 26 sentences there talking about the kindness of Hashem. This refers to that freebie kindness with which Hashem sustained the world during those 26 generations before the Torah was given. Because it's through those 10 statements with which Hashem created the world, as it says, in the beginning Hashem created, that's what gives us, the Jewish nation, the ability to go and conquer the land of Eretz Yisrael. As Rashi says in the first Pasuk in Chumash, Rashi explains, Logically, you would say, the Torah should really have begun from the first mitzvah that Hashem gave the Jewish nation, which is when we left Egypt, Hashem gave us the mitzvah of Kiddush HaChodesh. Why does Hashem begin the Torah telling us story time? In the beginning, I created heaven and earth. The reason is, because Hashem was concerned that the seven nations that occupied Eretz Yisrael before us and we drove them out of Eretz Yisrael and conquered Eretz Yisrael, if they would want to come and say, you Jewish people, you're a bunch of thieves, robbers, you took our land, we can respond to them and say, who, Hashem created the world and everything in it, including Eretz Yisrael, with His will, he gave it to you guys for you to be there, for you to inhabit there, for you to be his tenants for a certain amount of time. 
And when Hashem wanted to, with Hashem's will, He took Eretz Yisrael away from you and gave it to us. Study all of this very well in chapter 78 in the second half of Likud Imran, where Rabbi Nezal elaborates on this. And it's with this freebie kindness of Hashem, this oitzar matnas chinam, as it's called, this treasury of free gifts that Hashem has, that's what sustains a Jew when the Jew is not directly attached to the Torah, when the person isn't learning the Torah or in the middle of performing a mitzvah. We, we draw life from the hidden Torah, which corresponds to that freebie kindness, which is what sustained the world before the Torah was given. Remember, the Torah was given on Har Sinai in the year 2448. The Torah begins with those Ten Commandments. But those Ten Commandments were given in hidden form in the original Ten Statements of Creation. <laughs> so there is, even though the Torah wasn't revealed until the, after 26 generations, the Torah existed in hidden form. And that hidden form of the Torah corresponds to Hashem's incredible kindness. Because again, it's the hidden Torah, it's Hashem's freebie kindness that sustained the world. There, those 26 kilo oilam chazdoi, kilo oilam chazdoi, that sustained the world during that period before the Torah was officially given. And at the end of that chapter, Messiah Shom, Rabbi Nezal concludes, that even if a Jew falls down to the lowest, lowest places, Shol Tachtius means minus seven, the lowest level of Gehenim, a Jew can plug into the oxygen, a Jew can draw life, because there is no such thing as hopeless the <coughs> and no matter what a person can draw life from where if they can't draw it from the revealed Torah they draw it from the hidden Torah from that chesed chinam and all of that that Rabbi Nezal speaks about at the end of that chapter on Likut Imran is connected to what we spoke about just now, the beginning of the chapter. Because it's with that free kindness, which corresponds to the hidden Torah, which is what sustained the world before the Torah was given on Har Sinai, that has the ability to sustain and to give life to all the simple people in the world who are not visibly connected to the Torah. Shekoyren prostakis, 
in Yiddish, we refer to them as prostakis. Prost means simple, simple in a sense of totally non-intellectual, no chachma, no obvious connection to the Torah. And even those people who are in the lowest, lowest part of Gehenim, the lowest places, we have the ability to infuse them with life from the life of the Torah so that they should never, ever, ever give up. And all of this is through that free kindness. Which is connected to the hidden Torah, a higher Torah. Vahovain Hadvorim Hetev. Rabnosazal says, understand this very, very well, because this is very important. And this is also the concept of the path leading Territ Israel. Because again, this is what gave us, the Jewish people, a derech Teretz Yisrael. This is what, what gave us a legal path by which to go in Teretz Yisrael, where there were other guys there before us, and to drive them out and to take over Eretz Yisrael. Ki be'emes Yisrael ki Because the truth is, it's impossible for us to conquer Eretz Yisrael, to acquire Eretz Yisrael, without this. What is the this? Without this hidden Torah, which is synonymous with that freebie kindness of Hashem Hanal. This is the introduction. Rav Nosanzal laid out an introduction from that chapter on the Kutimran. And again, if a person wants the full version, take a look at that chapter on the Kutimran. And in the next shir, which will be on Thursday morning, Eretz Yisrael time, because I'm traveling tonight to Mitzvah Shem to Chutzlaretz, in the next shir, Rav Nosanzal is going to begin and, and clarify that chapter on the Kutimran in a big way and use it to explain the whole concept of the Bris Mila. Any questions? We will have the Chaim Aran Shir this afternoon that we usually have at 4.30 Eretz Yisrael time. That Shir will take place. Question, but what's written in the Torah in any case cannot convince the non-Jews who don't believe in the Torah. Why then did Hashem start the Torah this way? The answer is, this isn't so much for them, it's for us. It's for us. When we have people screaming at us, when we have the the non-Jews, when we have the leftists screaming at us that Israel is a Palestinian state, they were here before you, this really belongs to us. We're like the terrible Americans who took over the, who chased out the Indians. The Indians, um, the United States of America belongs to the Indians. Americans, there's no such thing as America. A bunch of thieves who ran in and drove away the poor Indians. So the Torah Hashem says, listen carefully. They're not the bosses and you're not, I'm the boss. I created the world. I made Eretz Yisrael. And I move them in there when I wanted to, and I move them out when I want to. This is for us to know that we didn't do anything illegal. Hashem told us 
go to Eretz Yisrael. Hashem said, wipe out those seven nations. If they don't leave by, on their own, wipe them out, destroy completely. So that, that, that's really for us. Now we know that there were non-Jews that studied the Torah. We had Talmai HaMelech who asked the rabbis to go in and write, write a Sefer Torah for him. And the Gemara says they wrote it in such a way that he should get the exact messages that he was supposed to get. But again, the, the messages, especially for us, for the Jewish nation, to know what is our right to Eretz Yisrael. Wishing everyone a wonderful day, a wonderful week. Yeshua is, we should be zeichet to, to the real Eretz Yisrael, to an Eretz Yisrael that's guided by the Torah, by the Tzadikim Amitiyim, with the coming of Moshiach, the building of the Beis Hamitesh, Meher V'yameinu, Amen V'yameinu. We dedicate the learning today again also for a complete refuah shalema for Chaim Tzvi ben Dvoiraleya and Peretz Eliyob ben Soraleya and Besor Shachor Yisrael. All the best. Okay.